We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. My name is Bart Winkler, and this is the NBA Draft Show. And I've had a long day, but I made it home just in time to be present with you, rocking my four golf merch, which I'll tell you about. Uh, as soon as the Bucks made their pick, I sat down. And joining me is Evan Heffelfinger. Oh, it's good to see you again, Evan. It's good to see you. That polo is absolutely fire, and I want one. Where can I buy it? Well, I'm going to put you on the spot. What do you think a nice polo like this would go for? Oh, man. I mean, polos are shockingly expensive. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say 55 I can get it to you for $44.99. Oh. And with the promo code BART at 4 you can save another 10% off. So how about I'm not that? Do the math on that, but that sounds like a great deal. Yeah. Uh, is this a good deal? The Bucks take Andre Jackson Jr. from so UConn? I'm starting my reading. You know, my, you know. Uh, this is I didn't go into the night thinking Andre. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't watch college basketball, so I don't I'm not the last person you should be watching. Also, I'll get into that in a minute. But Bucks Twitter. Jesus Christ, you guys. Yeah, I, I mean, the fact that we were able to get a, any deal at all, and it's only because it was with John Hammond. Like, he's going to help out the Bucks any way he can. So is that a problem? I saw one guy tweet, um, and at first I was like, God, you guys, relax. Because I think my problem is I can't – I don't want to be critical of people that are fans anymore. Mm-hmm. I just I need to acknowledge that I can't keep up with you guys when it comes to the off season. Like the regular season, I feel great about uh, the playoffs. I think that I'm the master, but the off season and how we're all like, "Come on, horse, do something!" Like I I can't keep up with uh, this Paul Henning tweet from earlier. My my guy. NBA pre draft trades have been the rich getting richer. Suns get Beal, Celtics Porzingis, Warriors Chris Paul, Grizzlies get smart. Not sure what horse can make happen, but it's been an arms race, and the Bucks are in their bunker. So, so CP3 to the Suns is not an arms race. No. And my guy, Paul Henning, mm-hmm. starts tweeting about 
Hey, any word on Hugo Basson's contract? Remember this guy? Then I, one I guy did goes, bring him up earlier tonight. <laughs> well, I mean, we may see him. But then one guy goes, because um, the trade was the Bucks get 36. The Magic get a 2030 second rounder. Which doesn't exist. Yeah, the Bucks essentially sold a child tonight. <laughs> they tra- they traded the rights to a 12-year-old. And it makes sense because Jimmy Haslam, we paid cash considerations, so it's nothing new to Jimmy Haslam. <laughs> yeah, but then uh, this guy Nathan, MKE underscore Prince, says, Dog weak ass had to call up his mentor, get dude away from my team, horse has no pull. And at first I was thinking – you know, that's mean, but then at second I was thinking maybe he has no pull and he got stuck and he had to he had to call his old mentor. I mean, that's that's what happened. So that being the long setup to whatever it was that I interrupted from you. The way I see it, an early second round pick is more expensive than you'd think. And we essentially got a second round pick for – not much. Couple no, cash years. doesn't matter to us. No. Someone else's money. I don't care. And a 20-30 pick, I, even if it's completely unprotected, worst case scenario, it's 31. So, it's, oh, yeah. Do you actually care about that at all? No. The thing is, the jet. It is kind of unfair that, like, Horst and Hammond can make moves that but, are either of them going to be around. My roommate made a great point that the Magic don't have use for all of these picks and the roster spots for these young players. So you might as well get some cash and get a pick for in the future when you hopefully develop some of these guys to actually get you to the playoffs instead of the lottery. And then use that 2030 pick for your rotation if everything goes well. Right? And for the Bucks, they're the perfect trade partner because they don't have assets. They're not going to go out and make a trade. I'm sorry, we were not getting Bradley Beal. We weren't going to get Damian Lillard for Drew Holiday and Grayson Allen. It, it just it wasn't going to happen. So the fact that Horse was able to do something to get a top 40 pick in what my very limited reading said – 20 to 40 is kind of the, like, uh, they're all interchangeable in this draft. I think he did a great job to give up nothing, no players, and you get what seems to be an interesting player in Andre Jackson. Well, now I see the first, again, I don't know, we're, we're doing this on the fly here. Now I see people complaining about a guy that can't shoot. This is also like, this is a free pick, though. Yes. Whatever we got here is bonus to so, free pick. From what I've been reading since we picked this guy, he has a spectacular feel for the game. He's a fantastic passer and a willing passer. I, I'm i reading Eric's name right now. Yeah, um, yeah. And the CBS draft, um, what they have on him. But they say that he's like unbelievably athletic that he has a really great feel on defense, that he could guard probably one through four at six, 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 seven, whatever he is, that he 
really wants to be coached and he has a great attitude. They, I saw that he was a really good locker room guy, which I mean, for the culture, you absolutely like that for the culture. Yeah. Well, Bucks culture, of course, but he, he can't shoot. They said that he has trouble from 10 feet out, which I mean, join the club for this team. But at the end of the day, you got a defender who you can slot in right away, take pressure off of Drew defensively so that he can focus on scoring. That's the reason he shot 30% during the playoffs is because he's chasing Jimmy for 40 minutes a game, and then you expect him to go and drop 20 and 5 on efficient shooting. It's just not going to happen. So Andre Jackson Jr., um, I guess – like immediate scenario, if everything's the same, where does he fit in? I think. Let's see. I'm just reading some tweets too. Uh, Giannis Mew says Marjan and Andre Jackson Jr. are going to put superstar wings in hell every night. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam Zagora says he is a Swiss Army knife who can do a lot of things and is a winner. He. Six and four for the Huskies last year, shooting just 28% from three. Um, GM, your boy, says Bucks must feel pretty confident. They can turn him into a respectable three-point shooter because if not, Giannis is going to have a hard time playing with him in the half court. Um, I don't know. The I've seen two-player comps so far for him. And Bucks fans are going to absolutely love these two-player comps. CBS Sports has his comp as Michael Carter-Williams. Oh, boy. Bleacher Report had his comp as Dante DiVincenzo. Hmm. So either way, what, what you're getting there, if you combine the two of those, it's actually a serviceable basketball player. You get someone with a, a good passing feel a tall guard that can guard hopefully from one to at least three. And you get a guy who's a winner like Dante. He was fresh off of a national championship. So is Andre CBS says that he might be the most unique player in this draft that if he could shoot, he would have been a for sure top 10 pick. So I like it. It's upside. He's not, you know, 27 years old. So, I mean, he's 21. That's close enough. But I, I I, don't see any reason to hate it. Sure, you want shooters, but who cares? You, It's a young player. Our roster is 40, 48 years old on average. Let's get someone who was born yeah. in the 2000s. Yeah. Our roster is like me doing this uh... – ambassador thing with Milwaukee pro soccer. You'll see me at Summerfest, but um, I'm 39 doing this thing. So I'm the bucks. And then the rest of the kids are the NBA. They're all like recent college graduates. So I, I'm just an old ass man. Uh, I did, as you were talking, I changed my YouTube description to try to poach some views. Okay. I titled it, um, it was just Bart Winkler show draft coverage. I turned it into Andre Jackson Jr. We are watching highlights. Ooh. So hopefully, if Andre Jackson Jr. highlights. 
Oh, what, what is this dumb show? That's what I'm trying to do. Jordan Tresky. He says, like to see the added athleticism. That's for sure. That's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greg says, at least it's a young athletic guy versus some 30-plus bargain bin guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bucky says, "All oh, my guy, Bucky. Bucky says, all of this means nothing. Welcome to the Wisconsin herd. I mean, yeah, I'm sure he'll probably play. MC says, I only watch Marquette and Big East. Very little NBA, but I can tell you Jackson is all athleticism. That sounds like a miserable existence. It does, but uh, doesn't doesn't people want athleticism? Oh, absolutely. I'm all for athleticism. We have Giannis, who's athletic, and then... Marjon, what, uh, what 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 what's going on with Chris now? So he's going to sign a deal next week. I would be very shocked if he didn't. Okay, I had two. So the guy, I mean, I'll, I'm going to talk about it anyway. So the guy that I'm doing, I'm doing writer than you next week. Okay, and uh, the guy that's the producer, Tom, was asking me. He was texting me today about Middleton. Like, what are they going to do? Because he's he said he was getting killed that the Bucks should only offer him two years. And I was like, okay. And then Gelb texts me too. He's like, "What? What's going on with Middleton?" So then I just screenshotted what I was talking to Tom about, and I'm like, "What is up with you? What, what are you? Why, why is CBS Sports so obsessed with Middleton right now?" Because I don't think there's anything other than the. What I told him was, the Bucks like, they just they, you're not gonna offer. Chris is not gonna sign here for two for eighty or something. No. Like if, if Chris signed for two years for 80, we'd be over the moon. Because what people don't want is that fourth year and then certainly the third year. So people, people don't want that. But Chris, it's just that's not how this ecosystem works. No. If you want a guy for two, you're signing him for four. That's yeah. that's just the market. That's just the way that it exists. So we're not going to like the deal because it's going to be too long. And why it's going to be too long is that, that's going to be three more years of Chris's knees on a floor. And while you might say, hell, I'll pay 50 million or whatever it is, 40, 50 million for Chris next year. Nobody wants to pay that to him in four years. So that's where, but, but that's, I don't see anything. He's not going to, he's not going to just sign somewhere else. You know, we're not going to let him do that. No, he's coming like other teams are like, Oh, now that he's a free agent, I'm interested in, he's not, I just I don't I can't foresee a scenario where it would know, take someone a, a a competitive team and no one's going to do that clearing the cap space to give him an offer that he can't refuse. What, but that's just not going to happen. The only way he's leaving is if we try to severely lowball him, which I don't think we're going to do. And I or he is just completely fed up with Milwaukee and the Bucks, which I don't think he is. I also think if he was accept if he accepted his option, Bucks fans should have been scared because that means that he knows that his body is done, that he's going to fail physicals or not going to get anything remotely close to that mm-hmm. on the open market. So, from what I've seen, everybody around the league expects him to be back with the Bucks. It's going to be a four year deal. But it's going to be anywhere from 100 to 130 million, somewhere from like 25 to 32 million a year. 
but that's going to be huge because that alone will help them stay under that like the new like levels of the tax apron or whatever they're calling it i don't understand it i don't think many people do but you're you're keeping him here you're at least hopefully making him a buck for life gives you room to sign Brooke Lopez to whatever astronomical two-year deal he's going to get. And you can hopefully still use your taxpayer MLE instead of being completely capped out and having to only sign minimums. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, how about this? MC just alerted me to this in the comments. This is Woj on ESPN. Uh, Clutch fans has the video. The Bucks are also facing uh, Brooke Lopez's free agency, and uh, there's an expectation that the Houston Rockets, flushed with a lot of salary cap space, are going to be a real threat for Lopez. And this is a Bucks team that continues to be in a win now mode around Giannis. So okay, that the I just gave you the audio of something that I could have said, but you that know. was a report a couple days ago, and I'm sure the Rockets are going to go out and try to give him a lot of money. I don't think Brooks going anywhere. The last we heard from Brooks, he wants to stay here. I don't well, see him. Of, two of our four core guys right now are just flat out free agents, right? And yet we don't I have don't money. Think that happened. Let's say we don't have money. Yeah. That's the fun part is even though they're free agents, if they left, we're still capped out. There's nothing we could do. So you have no choice but to keep these guys. Is there like a good write-up from like sportsbloghooper.com that I can read about Andre Jackson Jr.? Where did he go to college? Uh, UConn? UConn. You could probably find something from him. So uh, writing about him, a Big East writer. Oh, so the the Magic actually drafted him. Yeah, 
I hate that. Why does why didn't the NBA fix that? Well, it's because there are so many different weird rules to get around the salary cap and all of that mm. dumb shit. Like the reason that they can't announce this one tonight is because we traded a twenty thirty pick, which doesn't exist until this draft ends. Really? Yeah. All right, let me read this one briefly. Oh, Brew Hoop had an ad on it. God, how annoying is it when you try to watch fucking something and then an ad pops up? Yeah. In the meantime, happyplacehemp.com, uh, 25% off on their gummies. I I will take one tonight, but I, I've had a long day. I like to take them to help me fall asleep. Mm-hmm. But your boy's been grinding. I was out at Carl's Place mm-hmm. in Milton golfing with Toby, a nice reunion. Got to be with him live for the reaction for CP3 to Jordan Poole. Yep. I said, Toby, what the fuck? He's like, huh. I go, you guys traded CP3. He goes, oh, what do we get? I was like, Jordan Poole. He's like, what? Jordan? Jordan. And then he starts talking about this GM, how he's the hero. I'm like, who, what? Like Mike Harris or some bullshit? I don't know. But the fact that they got anybody serviceable no matter what you oh, think. There, hey, there he is. Tell me. Michael Winger is the GOAT. I didn't <laughs> <even think laughs> there. <laughs> they have had a pretty good draft so far. I'm going to pretend like I know what I'm talking the about. The Wizards? Yeah. Warriors got another guy that I guess is from Wisconsin. Yeah. Fifth straight year a Wisconsin person's been picked in the first round. Wow, look at us. I know. Fucking... People sleep. And why aren't these kids going to Wisconsin? People need to know. <laughs> it's a great question. Great guard, great guards need to be held. Well, Johnny Davis, but great guard needs to be held accountable. All right. Oh, uh, happy place. Promo codes, Bart, 25% off your orders with the gummies and the tinctures and the uh, CBD lotion, which God, I would love to spread all over you right now. Make us both happy place. Uh, JM says this kid's passing ability and transition is next level. Um, okay, that could actually be huge though, because the Bucks, when they're at their best, it's when they're running in transition. Because we know their half court offense isn't good. It's when there's disruption, and if he can find Giannis for some alley oops, okay, deal. Michael Winger fan is here. <laughs> Let's go, Toby. baby. Toby Altizer. I couldn't hey. even tell you the guys we've drafted tonight. Bilal Kulabali. Who's that? Yeah, that uh, one, it seemed like it was a little bit of a reach, but that's a big the, Yama's. Yeah, he's the, he's the better player from the Metropolitans in France. They um, see, I, I read it very uh, briefly, that he is the biggest boomer bust in this draft. Well, he's like he, he like just two years ago he was like five ten. Now he's six eight with like a seven three wingspan. Eighteen years old. Toby and I had a nice time today. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm good. glad. It's good to see you fellas. Yeah, but now he's got to leave soon. Yep, leaving on Monday. Leaving on Monday. I love that. Like the room you're in in Wisconsin and the room you're in <laughs> in in DC. I cannot tell the difference. <laughs> you got you got the same shit like 
that you I was gonna ask an eleven year old would have. I was gonna ask, did you fly back today already? <laughs> yeah, the only I thing I have that I can flex is this. Oh sure. Ooh. You didn't bring that with you to DC? I didn't have enough room and I didn't want to like scrunch it up. Oh. Okay. To be fair though, I brought my Terry McLaurin one. Oh yeah, you got that autographed. Right? Yeah. 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 Uh the uh, so I when I I was coming home from Madison tonight and I thought god, I hope the draft like isn't over too soon before I start talking, but this thing has been going on. It's 11:05 p.m. right now uh, is the recording and we still got what? 15 picks or something? Why is the round yeah. so, why the first round goes so slow? This is the longest draft that I can remember and I've been watching this draft every year since I was a little kid. This is unbelievably long. But this is why the NBA draft is so hard. Like obviously I'm a Wizards fan. I get excited. I'm looking at guys. And I'm like, I don't know any of these guys from college. And even if I did, even if I watched every game of college basketball, then we just draft a dude out of France that I haven't ever heard of. <laughs> college is hard too, because <laughs> like the guys that you know in college, for some reason, it's always like, Oh, this guy, he's, he's all fucking world in college. Mm-hmm. Oh, he'll be a shit pro. <laughs> yeah. Well, like- who do you draft then? Oh, uh, he, never, he plays like four minutes a night, but he's going to be great in the pros. <laughs> yeah. How the fuck isn't he playing now? How am I supposed to get excited when they draft a guy and it says, yeah, he averaged five points a game? <laughs> that's that's what it is. That's what we're, we're going to fingers here, Toby. We're going to bring in Tony in Texas as well. Well, hey, did we know a little unknown guy from Greece, Toby, back in 2013? Well, God, the Wizards. Terrible so, pick. Terrible pick. Didn't know him. The Wizards just drafted a guy that they said was from Greece, and then they popped up his thing and said he was from Serbia. So I don't know what's going on. Well, I mean, you're you're from America, but aren't you part Filipino? Yeah, I'm part Filipino. There is a Filipino basketball player, but well, you can't. What kind of trans? What what kind of transition was that? Well, I'm just saying, Toby's. I mean, you could relate to the two different countries. I don't know. There's your there's your trivia. I'm Europe, trash. I can. There's one partially Filipino player. Can anyone get Filipino? The one there is one. Yeah, he's he's not full Filipino. Um, uh, bench player. What team? Manny Pacquiao. He's been all around. Yeah, it's Manny Pacquiao. No, Jordan Clarkson. Oh, interesting. Hey Bart, the real MVPs of the draft were those moms. Holy cow! No, I I did not see any of the draft yet. I'm just letting you. Toby's got a smile on his face. He knows what I'm talking about. Well, those moms, those those moms are probably younger than you. They are way younger than me. <laughs> I was watching LSU and Wake Forest. Oh, baseball! Who won? Wake? LSU. That was such a good game. Two nothing in the eleventh. Paul Sloke. Oh. I've been watching the college baseball too, Tobe. My frogs are out of it though. Well, I only care because Paul Skeens is going to be the best pitcher in baseball pretty soon, and he's going to pitch for the Nationals. So. Okay. Wow. Uh, uh, comment from Grant. He says, can we count on a Bart Winkler live show after Zuck? Oh. Okay, I didn't see, like. You know I'll be there for that. Story. All I saw this morning was Zuckerberg agrees to fight Elon. And I'm like, I don't know where this started. What happened? I don't know either. All I know is Zuck is going to kick the shit out of Elon. <laughs> Elon's totally someone that fights, like, 
Oh, he's all talk. Like, don't hit me. But Zuckerberg has actually done like like karate or like some actual fighting. Zuckerberg class. will just look at you and you'll implode from his robot eyes. Yeah, he's also a robot. So mm-hmm. <laughs> nice job, team. Uh, I do want to mention Grant for a second. I want to play a little radio fuck killer Mary. Okay. Oh um, yeah. First of all, I would like to well, I'd like to so there's somebody that was on Horvath's show tonight. Oh, did a mock draft. And he's like, hey, here's my mock draft before I go on Bet MGM. And he did a mock draft of 60 teams, like 60 guys getting drafted. Now, because of uh, violations, there's only 58 picks tonight. Mm-hmm. Oh, how do you do the mock draft, make a graphic, and not know that? <laughs> and when you do mock drafts, like, you get excited about the first 15, and then you're like, oh, fuck, this sucks. And so you, you like race towards the end. How do you not know that? So, but I, he's going to be my fuck because I, I don't want to fucking deal with that. I was going to be mad at him, but I don't want to fuck that. Uh, kill will be the game. <laughs> I, have, I have a tweet ready to go tomorrow. Interesting. The game, Zave's off, and they brought this one guy in from Ohio to fill in. And he did this big video tonight about how he's eating chili for the first time. He did like a chili reveal, like he's eating swordfish or something. So I tweeted, this will be the tweet that goes out tomorrow. And I do hope that it uh, stirs some things up. Um, I said, what is the point of the game building a bench with young talent if they never get to fill in anytime the host takes off? Hey, Milwaukee, I'm Eric Slick here in for Zabe. First up, do you guys really eat this much cheese? And later, I'll try to pronounce Akonomikawak. <laughs> Every time we get these new people, TV yeah. anchors too, they do it. Oh, well, we'd like to welcome uh, Jess Mahoney. Jess comes to us from West Pine Bluff, Arkansas. Jess, what have you liked about our great city so far? Well, I, I just didn't gotta... realize you guys have beer and cheese and sausage all over. I, I just got off the plane and was driven straight here, but I can hey. already smell the beer. Uh, I just can't wait to learn about your great cities. Um, Waukesha and... Oh, that's not how you say it, Jess. <laughs> Okanakamakawak. Um... Toby, Toby came in, and, and the next day he's waving the damn flag at the Brewer game. Hold on. Yeah. Way longer than that to wave the flag. I wasn't just... One day here, next day wave the flag. Come on. Oh, but then I want to marry Grant because the 30-minute uh, documentary that he has produced, he I these ears have heard it already, about Paige Sprannick bobblehead night. He's wow. playing it on his show, 4 p.m., Wisco Sports Show. It is so good. He knocked it out of the park. He's been hyping that up, and I heard you. Well, too. he should. And the Brewers need to. The Brewers need to listen to this and like hire him. Yeah, they need to promote it. They're going to be all mad that oh, some of the, the Brewers don't deserve to be covered. How well Grant covered them, and yeah, I can't wait for everybody to hear. He's so good. You had so me good. at Grant Bills, but then you also extra had me at Paige Sporanic. Yeah, <laughs> so that's my fuck Mary kill. Uh, in the radio here as I've got on the Dan Shaney YouTube stream. Do I have too many sponsors? People are asking. No. 
for golf, by the way, 10% off. Uh, Dan Shaney YouTube stream. I haven't even gotten to my new Omaha Steaks deal yet to tell you about. Anyway, so I tweeted a game. I tweeted a picture from the Ford Madison game tonight afterwards. I was like, big win. And someone goes, oh, they sponsor you too? I said they do in, in terms of I provide services for them during the game as an employee and they sponsor me for doing a job. Yeah. They sponsor me. Oh, we set a world record tonight, by the way, for, um, most people to be standing on one leg at one time. Cause it was Flamingo day and their nickname is the Flamingos. Mm, Right. So I had to do the PA and like, all right, fans, it's time to decide to set this world record. We need you. All right. You're doing good over there in one Oh two, ma'am. I'm going to need your help. (laughs) section 112 the fuck are you doing we're trying to set a record here anyway the fact that you told me to come for that and i did i missed it i'm really disappointed you could be in the guinness book of world records right now i could have had my my name down for standing on one leg well they actually did not have a guinness guy there and you need that to anyway mc says oliver this guy from marquette i don't know how do, how do I not know? Like this guy. Omax. Prosper. Oh, this is Omax. Okay. But he's not the guy they were talking about all year. Well, he he came on later in the year. He, he's a yeah, good he came on in the last four days. No, he, he was solid. He's he's a good player. They're going off projection and his growth and his length. And well, isn't that what you like? You you know. Yeah. Pay these guys on projection, not what they've done. What was right. that other? Oso doing? Yeah, that's maybe who I'm thinking of. A Digazua or whatever. So the Mavs got him from the Kings. Um, anything cool happened? So all I've seen, and I've, I haven't been able to see much. Obviously, we got to mention Webb and Yana. Well, uh, here's the interesting thing about the Grady Dix, like dressed up weird. Yeah, yeah, because he's from Kansas. He was dressed like ruby slippers. All right. Legitimately, it was. What, Tony? I was going to mention. It seems like a lot of these are good kids. Do you remember Bart back in the early two thousands? It was like a thug league or whatever. These, you can tell these are good kids coming in. How competitive they're going to be, I don't know. But you know, they can tell they're they're well grounded, good, good, good guys. Hopefully, they're going to be uh, good players. But. Um, you know, I don't know if these guys are going to be like the Allen Iverson types, which I kind of enjoyed seeing that guy with the chip on his shoulder. It seems like it's more suburban kids these days. I mean, that's what I'm noticing. It's kind of a, like a shift of skill and money versus coming from, you know, the inner city. It just seems a little like a different type of player now. You can get fired for using that T word there, Tony. Ask John Beeline. What, what was that word? I'm not going to say it. I'm not trying to get fired. What do you say, T-H? Yeah. You can't say that. Thug? Tony. Can't say that. Can't say that. Can't say thug? Okay. No, he said it again. Jeez. Can't say it. Bart's show, not mine. Yeah, that's true. I'm going to bleep it out now. It seems like these guys are like nice guys. I mean, they're all like 19 years old. And it's... I think, Tony, you and I have crossed the threshold in our life where we can't say anything without saying what it used to be no we're like don draper we're yeah we can't like we can't just like talk about 
Here, here, if you want an interesting discussion, what are your thoughts on Brandon Miller over Scoot Henderson? I still don't understand how Brandon Miller, like, was allowed to play basketball. Yeah. That's another guy. I think it's like a John Morant type situation. Good family and trying to act hard. I, I don't. I, I actually, Miller allegedly supplied a weapon that was used in a murder. Right. John Morant just likes playing with guns. Right. I feel it's like, uh, but I don't feel like Brandon Miller is a bad kid, but he made a very poor choice. Which right. last, but he saw no, there, there were no repercussions for it. Correct. Like his, I don't know. I, I would not be able to live with myself. I don't understand how he didn't have to serve a suspension or anything. Like he, and he got drafted number two overall. And there's not going to be any suspension in the NBA or anything. It is odd. Yeah. Um, all right. Evan's here. Kelby's here. Well, what else? You know what else stood out is there's another local kid from Greenfield that ended up getting drafted. Uh, this, this Brandon uh, Posinski kid. I think. Warriors. Yeah, the Warriors are turning into the Milwaukee Warriors, which is kind of cool, you know. Well, even though um, that's Tony, I'm just doing a professional reset. And then uh, from the Win and Six podcast, Jordan Tresky has joined the show. Oh, Jordan. Hey, buddy. Hello. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you. <laughs> just so click that handy like, link. Yeah, we don't we don't know anything about this pick. Uh, I'm right there with you. I, I, this is the least amount of draft prep I have done in like a long time. Just because I saw the Bucks had the last pick, and therefore I was like, "You up? I'm probably well, not going to really invest." Like John Horace would get would get a freebie from his old boss. Yeah, exactly. The the John to John connection. Do we know? Like, um, you know, it is hard in the NBA when you draft guys because, especially at 36, we don't know what his immediate role is going to be. Um, and this isn't a guy that they're going to like send overseas. That's so weird too. Some of the, like, like Hugo Basson, who I brought up earlier, we dropped a guy. He just disappears. Right. <laughs> so like, uh, Kalitzikis. What was the even point of that? So this is obviously, this is a guy, this guy will have a contribution. I just don't know what it'll be yet. Yeah. I mean, what is it? We don't even know what it means for the current roster. Like, there are guys that could leave, like Javon Carter has a player option. Mm-hmm. Is this like insurance for him? Or you know, what I mean it's like it goes on and on and on and stuff like that. So I don't know. Um, but very impressive, all the same. Like I he does have some definitive flaws, but um I mean we'll see if it ends up meaning that he's gonna be a meaningful role player down the line. Am That's I wrong to not be able to like I can't keep up with Buck's Twitter anymore? <laughs> I don't either. I mean, I'm as I have gotten older, the more I separate and just kind of, uh, you know, it's just they want so much. Yeah, and we oh, have so cool. little in terms of draft picks. <laughs> like we can't, you can't, you can't make draft picks that you don't have. We trade to thirty six, and it's like that's it. Should trade up to thirty two. Hey, I got a question for you, Jordan. Are the Bucks now in a better position against Boston with Perzingis losing Marcus Smart? I thought Smart was a damn good player. I've always liked this game. I, I, I just think that's the heart and soul of the Celtics, and to lose that guy, I think it's a big loss. I was very shocked by that whole thing because I thought, I mean, Porzingis is a good player, and obviously health is the biggest question with him. 
but like we saw the like a very low level uh i guess comparison of this but we saw the bucks do this with dante and trading him for surge and surge was not a role player like swapping a wing for a big right kind of handicaps your you know versatility and everything like that so like i didn't I don't really see the high upside unless that they're really covering for Robert Williams, who's also had, you know, his injury concerns and Al Horford's as good as he's been in the playoffs. Like he's still an older player. Like it is an odd trade. And Brad right. Stevens has acquired like what, eight draft picks tonight <laughs> in like a record amount of time. So I, I have no idea what they're going to do, but Derek White is, I mean, I feel like they're trying to, they're really hingy on him being like a, I guess jack of all trades, Marcus Smart. I guess that can shoot better, maybe. Well, and Mar- if Malcolm Brogdon stays healthy, then they got someone to fill in with those two guys. But I mean, we know what Brogdon is; he's hurt all the time. It was a big problem last year because they could have used him in the playoffs. But- yeah, yeah. And- Bart's got the same foot condition. I do. I have plantar fasciitis now. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm I'm a fresh diagnosis. Oh. <laughs> Been rubbing that tennis ball against the foot. I have been doing that, uh, you know. And actually, when I when we were golfing, Toby, I didn't feel it today. Nice. I didn't even think about it. I didn't even think that I had it. And then um, on the way to Forward Madison, lo and behold, there was a casino on the way. Didn't know that. Oh so man! Went there, won a quick fifty at Ho Chunk, <laughs> and then uh, and and then then I like I like limped into the building. <laughs> I limped into the building and I still lap like six old ladies trying to get in too. <laughs> I made the mistake. I the casino's hard because sometimes I like I'm like pressing this this oh I'm pressing an oxygen tank. Fuck, I'm sorry, ma'am. I didn't mean to that reminds you of that scene is swing Don Favreau's characters out there playing with the, the, the older folks while the high rollers are at the other table. That's what that scene was like, probably. I got a tweet from Horvath I want to read. It's a, uh add-on to a Toby tweet. Toby says, pretty clear with the Wizards draft. They're drafting projects with high upside. Uh, Horvath says, they are shit. We'll be <laughs> shit next year. We'll always be shit. Space, enter. Nobody wants to live here. <laughs> yeah, he's shitting on the DMV. Hey. I don't know why. I, when I last saw him, he enjoyed it. He likes the area. So. I liked my four-day visit to the DMV yeah. last year. It was fun. I want to go back. Yeah. Well, I, don't, I don't know if I want to live there, but I enjoyed it. It's a nice area. I don't know why Horvat hates on it so much. Hey, I was in D.C. once on the 4th of July, and we were on the rooftop, and we could see probably 12 different cities or whatever doing their fireworks. And it was it was. I mean, I never felt more proud to be American. I'll tell you what. <laughs> so you turn into a Texan. I'm, not, I turn, I turn, I'm just a good loving American. I'll be in DC on the Fourth of July. Hey, look at you, with all the cockroaches out there. They got a big cockroach problem. That's yeah. what I was also told. And so I think all politicians, but um, we are broadcasting. We are taping. Is the Bucks? Still have number 58, which is coming up. Oh, Amani Bates went to the went to the Cavs. I don't know much about him. I just saw a lot of people wanted him. Right. And then if, if the Bucks would have taken him at 36, he'd have been like, oh fuck this. 
even though it's the guy they wanted. Well, I want him later. Well, you got a free pick. You traded away a 12-year-old. I, I asked this to Evan earlier. I said, the Bucks sold the rights to a 12-year-old tonight. Yeah. They are human trafficking. The year <laughs> You can't trade picks. You're trading a pick in 2030. Yeah. That year doesn't exist. No. It doesn't exist. No. Did you see the tweet that uh, Shams tweeted out saying that some agent was calling around to teams telling them not to draft him because they had right. a spot? No. How's that allowed? what? Some agent, uh, Rich Paul, was calling around to different teams saying, don't draft my guy because we have somewhere we want to go. Yep. Did that happen? I have no idea, but that does make that doesn't make any sense. How's that allowed? It's not a was draft. that? That was a thing with Halburn a couple years ago, right? They were telling teams to not take them. Okay, but it'd be one thing if it's like the first overall pick, like an Eli Manning situation. This isn't you're not a first round pick. You don't get to pick where you want to go. Yeah, if you're like the 14th prospect, what are you doing? I don't know. I'm still surprised that we do draft in the first place. Do you want to go back to the regional selections, like in the territory? Go <laughs> to the state thing. Let's not I do mean, these I guys. Mean, the Milwaukee would actually no, be good now. They have no ability to pick where they're going. They just, I don't know. We'd have a Halliburton hero. Hero. Hero pool. Kavon Looney. Uh, MC says you're talking about Chris Livingston. Yeah. What, what in the world? I don't know who that is. <laughs> I don't either. That's what I'm saying. How does he? How does he have the right to say I don't want to go there? Well, that's like remember when, remember when? Uh, yeah, and I got called racist for saying it. Yeah, totally. so it was Devonte Parker. Yeah, and he, and he was like, no, I I want to go to the Patriots, and he got like they trade him there per his request or something. And Toby's like, how does Devonte Parker get to pick where he wants to go? He fucking stinks. I didn't say that exactly. But. I know, but then someone's like, Toby, what oh, you don't want guys to get their own lot in life? And then he said something about, like, he's just a dad trying to do right by his kids. And he went in on you. And it's like, <laughs> guy, Devontae Parker stinks. <laughs> this isn't about, this isn't about race. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, is Chris Livingston, are you going to get yelled at for that, too? Uh, probably. I don't know. I don't know. I hope Chris Livingston makes it in the NBA and becomes the best player in the NBA and makes lots of cash for his kids. Yeah, I hope so too. And he gets to go wherever he wants because that's what he deserves as a second-round pick in the NBA. I agree. I agree. All right, so who are we picking here? Or does it even matter? No. <laughs> my, I will say, my favorite thing about Wisconsin sports is people were in a tizzy because they let go of Georgius Kalikzakis. They were mad when Kurt Benkert got let go. Why do you guys care about the last dude on the roster so much? It's an important pos- role, <laughs> position. Mamu was the latest one, Toby. We traded him to the Spurs. Okay, but the difference is, like, Mamu was actually playing. Like, these other well, dudes, that's like, get mad. Makes no sense. Y'all are nuts. You care so much about the last dude there is. Well, if they do one thing on Twitter that like acknowledges them, it's like Christian Wood. There's another example. He but uh, he played a little bit. 
I can understand it. If one attempt, yeah, and hey, if Brooke Lopez goes to the Rockets, we're gonna have an opening for C. Wood. Get him back here, baby. Oh, he better. <laughs> he better not leave. Hey, where's Thon Maker playing anyway? Where is Thon Maker? I just I looked it up last year. He was playing somewhere overseas and averaging like three points a game. Oh, the other thing, Fujian Sturgeons. Can can someone that's explain? A, it'd be rock artist. <laughs> Oh, you? that's Sufjan Stevens. Sorry. Can someone explain to me? I feel like I should know this. What's the difference between the G League Ignite, Overtime Elite, and all these different things that people are getting drafted from? Um, if you don't, there's a G League team where if you don't want to go to college, you can go to the G League team. That's the Ignite. Overtime it, Elite is something else. I like, thought that was – It's like the IMG Academy kind of thing. Like, Yeah, that sounds right. I think Durant has some, like, play. <laughs> I mean, he has his hands in a lot of things. Well, then why don't they just let him go pro? That's what I'm saying. That's what – I mean, you could go to – you could do the LaMelo route and go to New Zealand for a year. Yeah. So stupid. Just let him go to – Well, then you have guys like Wiseman that play three games. How about uh, Lonzo Ball probably never playing again and then blaming it on his shoes? I mean, those are shitty shoes. They were pretty bad. (laughs) They were terrible. (laughs) Big baller brain? Yeah. I feel bad for Lonzo because he is a really good basketball player and fun to watch. But you ever get Starberries back in the day? Heck yeah, my dad worked at Stephen Barry's, of course. Oh, really? Okay, Stephen Barry's. Whatever happened to that store? Uh, it went down the drain. Oh, man. Your dad worked at Stephen Barry's? Barry's, that's, that's good. They had the corner on random college merch. They did. That's what they were good at. Was he involved in the scandal? I have no idea, but you want a random sweatshirt that says Eastern Michigan? There's no better place than Stephen Barry's. Or you want $50 sneakers? Starberries are your thing, man. Weren't they like five bucks? Fifteen. They actually weren't bad. I like them. We all had pairs. Former Bucks had ones at Walmart right now. My parents, we had four kids. I mean, those were our shoes. I mean, who who were the Wizards draft to Monty Kamara? Jesus Christ, no one cares. Yeah, but like Grace Jackson Davis is there. Hi, hey, how who had the poorest growing up? I think it's me. It wasn't me. We had four boys. We knew, like, I knew what paycheck week was when I was seven. Because, <laughs> because on the first week, I'd be eating good. The, the sandwiches were cheese and ham and turkey and like you know a little separate and then every other week at school i had a full week where my dad would pack a cheese and butter sandwich whoa and that's what i ate no meat cheese and butter that's a midwestern lunch right there (laughs) people are like oh hot lunches are they nutritious enough fam i'm eating cheese and butter Looks like you made up with it in your adult life. You look like you've eaten well. Wow, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe, Tony, that's the thing. Because now 
I've told my wife this. It I feel like every meal has to be an event. Every meal's got to be. I can't just eat a bowl of soup and some crackers. I, I got to eat like cheeseburger. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Heck yeah, man. Uh, is this pick almost coming up so I can go to bed? I've had a long day, dude. Five away. Hmm. Five picks away. Five picks away. You've been watching this whole draft, uh, and and I, I talked to Evan earlier today, and he said he's very excited. Mm-hmm. Why is this draft still going on almost at midnight? I don't know, and it's been boring as fuck too. And ESPN's so bad with this draft. I can't stand ESPN. Where are these? Like, I don't care about trading up two picks where are the trades with the big name players i want to see some well we got all those already i guess yeah we moved bradley beal chris paul and christoph porzingis for you what more could you want what do you think of all these trades like um another thing i did i had world's busiest day i was on grant's show today as a warriors expert to talk about the chris paul situation um I, I just – I don't – unless they use him off the bench like Lowry. So I, I thought it was stupid at first, but I as I've thought about it more and I read a little bit, their second unit when Curry was off the floor has been pretty much abysmal since well, – they can't afford – like they used to be real good. They used to be real good at having the three guys mm-hmm. and then having the Livingston and Iggy oh. and David Lee. And they used to be so good at that. And now as you're paying these guys more, I guess, like they are really having to scrape by. But and that's kind of what the Suns are going to have to do, it, unless the Wizards keep giving them fucking players. DP <laughs> is more of a half-court guy, though. He's not going to run a gun. But yeah. with the second unit, he doesn't need to. If you have Kaminga and Looney and who Moses Moody, Milwaukee legend Patrick Baldwin Jr., peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> Yeah. I want to clarify something. The cheese and butter sandwich wasn't even a grilled cheese. It was yeah. cold cheese and butter. Yeah, cold. Yeah. It was fucking like I can still taste it. We yeah. understood. Like American cheese slices? Craft singles. Craft singles. Okay. And then the next Monday, it'd be like fucking a double decker of bread. Like my parents were so bad at rationing. <laughs> It's like you can have you can have eight slices of turkey on Monday, and then next next Tuesday you're gonna eat the butts of the loaf, and then string cheese pulled out just enough to make up a slice. <laughs> that's, what, that's what's happening. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. 
Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. How does Chris Paul net you a first and a second? I don't get it. Uh, Dude, first and second. So good on a team that is not trying. Cool. Yeah, he's going to average like 25 a game. Yeah. It might it's be gonna be the most empty twenty five a game, but it doesn't matter. He's gonna average twenty five a game. It's gonna be fun to watch. Well relatively. Well, <laughs> and, and, and Johnny Davis is gonna have a breakout year and Corey Kispert is gonna hey, do he, something. He showed flashes at the end of the year. I'm actually excited about our young guys getting more run. I'm not gonna lie. What is there like what's the timetable for Washington? Is there one? Uh, when's that first round pick? Twenty thirty. Then, <laughs> uh, how about next year when they take Bronny and then use all that cap space to sign LeBron? Oh, I I put them as number one. I did this on CBS uh, on Sunday. I said I my power rankings for because someone that's happening. Bronny's gonna supposed to be in the twenties. Someone's gonna someone's gonna think you know what I'm gonna take him fifteen. And then someone's going to be like, fuck it. Let's just take him six. We're getting LeBron. <laughs> and it was the Hornets. But then after this trade, now I think the Wizards are at the top of that list. I don't well, think and Especially with MJ gone from Charlotte, he doesn't need to go there. Yeah, and now he can finish in Washington like Rodgers and Favre both went to the Jets. Yeah. And like Jordan went to the Wizards as well. Right. Yeah, it'd be the same thing. Uh, the worst owner in sports I, history. Nobody. I don't. I don't it. think that happens under the uh, previous regime. Possibly, not this one. Oh no, no. I think Atlanta. Anyone in that Southeast Division. I mean, I think you can see what they're doing. They just don't have as uh, many good assets. The dude uh, that's the GM, not Michael Winger, but Will Dawkins, is from OKC, and they're just doing it with second round picks instead of first. They're trying to get as many picks as possible. Take your bad contract and give us a pick. What are the odds? Here's a question. What are the odds that the guy who the Bucks draft at 58, keeping in mind that it's 1237 on the East Coast and Europe, is awake when he gets picked? What are the odds? <laughs> it's a great I mean, if you're on the fringe right now, are you just thinking like, Ah, fuck! I'll just, I'll just wake up and, I mean, maybe I'll set my alarm for three o'clock and see what happened. And I'll let my agent deal with it. I this is too fucking long. It's midnight. <laughs> Should we take Chris Livingston? Yeah, we were told we we're told not to. What do What do we do? I mean, if we're the last pick, hey, get some trade, trade leverage. There you go. Whoever promised him they were going to take him didn't do it. So. 
Uh, let's see. Well, there's your Livingston thing. What if what if uh, what if is where he wants to go is the Bucks? Sure, all for it. <laughs> what if what if the Bucks? Shams. Oh, so he's from Kentucky. Okay. Do the Bucks have any clutch players? Bledsoe well, was. I don't think they do, but they always have that Schwartz guy. Jason Kidd was represented by. Yeah, yeah. that was a that was a big thing. <laughs> Isn't that Giannis's agent too, or was? It's Chris's. Chris's. I know. Okay. I think that Woj tweet from last night after he declined his option. I think he had his. Oh, name. the Bucks do have guys. Guys, they have one player who is represented by Rich Paul. Really? Grayson. Who? Javon Carter? No, guys. Chris Marjan? Marjan Bochamp. Nice. Oh. <laughs> wow. I was like, it's got to be new blood. I, I didn't. It's not, it's not one of the old guys. Marjan Bochamp. Uh, also still on the free agent market, Eric Bledsoe. Ooh. You got to stay there. He was in a bribing scandal, wasn't he? Shady yes. Yeah, in China. He was? Yes. You didn't hear about yeah. that? Him and uh, I think Michael Beasley got kicked How out. Of the team. That he wasn't My doing it against the Toronto Raptors. <laughs> uh, the Eurostep Podcast Network. Is this Ty? It's got to be Ty. It's definitely not me. I'm in the room. Right going too fast. Shouldn't be over till three. <laughs> Some of us have to work in the morning. Then he says, "Not all of us." Then he says, "Chris's Excel, Giannis's Octagon." Yes. Okay. So what we did with the client was we told them no dunks from Giannis. He gives you no dunks, and then we show up, we do the commercial, and we, oh, we give him we give him one or two dunks. That guy. Was that a- way, we dude. leave him, and everybody's happy, and they got more than they bargained for. Hey. But we were analyzing that that video or that promo. We thought Giannis was gone after that video, after that promo. No, I there was I, I never thought Giannis was leaving ever, except for there was one week, like the week before he signed his contract. He said he had some interview where he said something really weird, and it was like, oh fuck. I forgot what he said, but it was like it was. I think I know what you're talking about. It was when, because it was during COVID year, but it, everything was just so like screwed up with timing. But he came to training camp late or something, mm. and he had this big press conference, and everybody's like, "So what are you going to do about your big decision?" And he just like did not answer anything. It was just yeah, like he this, been having a bad day. Yeah, it was the, probably the strangest like extended interview that. Giannis has ever given, and that's saying something because he doesn't do strange interviews at all. Uh, but yeah, I remember hearing that. I'm like, what the hell is going on? This is not good vibes uh, at all before your star player makes a huge financial decision that impacts your entire team. Yeah, that was... And now, like, people are already wondering about his next contract, but... Oh, Toby, is this real? What? Oh. <gasps> You're also getting Patrick Baldwin Jr. Oh, really? Yeah. What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
He had such a great opportunity in Golden State. What is he doing? Mike Dunleavy is telling you, I did not like Bob Myers' draft last year. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Oh, my, my well, youngest brother. My youngest brother's watching. He said um, it shifted because when you guys got older, I got Lunchables and hot lunch all the time. I got to eat whatever I wanted. <laughs> well, was, yeah. well, well, I, I was going getting the cheese and butter sandwich, and then my next brother – would eat like the crumbs from my bag. <laughs> PBJ. George, well, you're Toby, getting Patrick Baldwin Jr.? Toby, as UWM's third biggest fan, yep. I want you to know how happy I am for you that you're getting an absolute stud if he can stay healthy. As the uh, <laughs> Wizards' biggest bandwagon fan, I want to tell you that uh, I'm very happy as well. I it still is one of the prettiest shooting forms I've ever seen. Guys, we got Chris Livingston. <laughs> we did now. Oh my god, we did. <laughs> did we really? Yep. Ah. Yeah. Oh man. Hilarious. Seven then. I don't know. I just I, I was looking up shams to see like if there's any more bullshit, and you know he's tipping picks. Trace Jackson Davis is going oh, to the Warriors. Oh no. I was excited that he no, he's going to the Warriors. That's all right though. I'll take PBJ over. Holy, Christian. I mean, what did we have to do to convince him to be literally the last pick in the draft to save us <laughs> all that money? I guess Rich Paul is another don't, second bucks player on his, on his payroll. Yeah, don't take me. I'm trying to be Mister Irrelevant here. Rich Paul is a. I mean, we haven't had a good one since Isaiah Thomas, have we? What? Uh, Sam Merrill? I would say Sam. Yeah. That was a that was a Bucks pick. I need no. What about Costas? So what's the deal? With what's his deal? Uh, he was shut down um, because of an injury, as per Shams's tweets. Hey, wait! Were there twins that were drafted in the top five? Yeah, yes, yeah. the Thompson twins, Thompson. not yeah, the '80s the band. The Thompson <laughs> twins. Yeah, Jordan, time. you're referencing them and Soup Jan. You, I'm in love with you, <laughs> Chris Livingston. All right, he wanted to come here. What's his bio? Kentucky. Now, completely <laughs> off the rip, off the dome. Um, CBS, but also me, we have the pro comparison as Hamadou Diallo. Mm, yeah, Ooh. also Kentucky. Uh, 6'6 with a 6'11 and a quarter wingspan. 37-inch vertical. Like he is that. powerful and methodical as a driver who initiates contact. Defensive ability and physicality should allow him to guard multiple positions. Again, off the dome. Uh, weaknesses... <laughs> Not a playmaker, looks for his own shot on drives, and shocker, his three-point shooting needs to improve. So they have a they're starting to have a type here. Yeah, fits the Bucks perfect. Can um, plays good defense. But as Ram would say, is he a true hooper? Mm. Well, he doesn't think Chris Middleton is, so Mm-mm. Wow, that's interesting. 
Chris Livingston has Sham say, "Don't take me. I want to get taken by the Bucks at 50. You you brought this up twenty minutes ago. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> then the Bucks draft him. Toby <laughs> earning your keep, man. He is an NBA build, but he will need more time to develop. My sources were telling me that he wanted to go to the Bucks at fifty eight. <laughs> um. Yeah, that should that should. Uh, Placate Bucks Twitter for a little bit because everyone thinks that no one wants to play with Giannis for some reason. Uh, hey, this guy, I got a Warriors here. question for you, really quick. What? Why did they take Dunleavy over Larry Harris? Larry Harris is like seventy. No, he's not. He's yeah. He was like the GM like twenty years ago for the Bucks, right? Yeah, he used to be in studio up there. Yeah, he's not seventy. He's, He's uh, Wikipedia doesn't know when he was born. It says, question. It says, <laughs> it says born 1963, age 59 or 60. <laughs> what the fuck? Chris Livingston to the Bucks. Mm. All right. Well, which pick are you more excited about? I'm excited about this one just because of the story. Yeah, me too. I mean, I don't, I didn't know who either of these names, I'll admit, four hours ago. I don't think many people. 40 minutes ago. (laughs) I started the podcast not knowing who Chris Livingston was. And you left not knowing who Chris Livingston was. And now I just tweeted, (laughs) Rich Paul is a hero. Now you got content. Hey, content. Oh, we have what's his name? Mark Tatum. Jason Tatum. No, the uh, deputy commissioner. Yeah. The, yeah. No, Mark's his dad. People don't know that. Oh, true. He's not. <laughs> what? What's Mark doing? Saying good night. Yeah, he's he's saying Chris Livingston and Rich Paul choose the Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Speaking about that father or, or brother or whatever the hell is going on with that trade between the, the Wizards and the Suns, should that even be legal, Bart? That shit that went down between them? Well, oh, the Bartle scenes? Like, connections yeah. happen. And like I, I think of fantasy. Like, the, the trades that I make are usually with the guys I know the best. You know, you make you make trades. I don't, I don't know that that's any, like – John Horst wanted to get up, obviously, in the draft. Couldn't take anyone to do his bidding. So John Hammond gave him a pick that Evans Wright doesn't exist yet. Like, that that to me is more tampering than whatever we did for Bogdanovich. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, but that's just kind of how relationships go. I mean, the Brewers, you look, David Stearns had a big thing with the Rays. Like, he liked to do small little moves with them. You have your teams that you know the GM well. You know that you work well. That you're not trying to screw each other over too hard. So that kind of familiarity helps get a job done as opposed to someone that you hate and you're trying to get them to do something for you when they don't necessarily need to. Well, it'd also be one thing if they had to accept that little haul with, uh, without the no trade clause. But Bradley Beal choose where he wanted to go. Right. Yeah. Uh, tweet here. Who's got this one? Um, 
Oh, my guy Shafty, bro. Chris walk Livingston away, was walk away with two young athletic wings. Can't be mad. Chris Livingston was at the draft and just did a uh, handshake and a quick little picture, and now the stage is empty. He was there. Yeah. So did he put it to answer your question, Bart? He was awake. He was awake. Wow. <laughs> well, there you go. If he was having his agent text people not to draft him, did he just roll in like five minutes ago, or was he waiting the whole time? <laughs> Right. Was he invited to the green room? I wonder. And now is he going to be Ooh, mad? Is question. he going to be mad that the Bucks traded up and then get him at thirty six? Mm. Did he put a Bucks hat on? It, yeah, he did. Wow. And put a cl- clutch sports hat. Yeah. And all we had to do was wait until eleven fifty one p.m. Central Standard. He was wearing a suit that was just all LeBron James's head all the way down. Oh, oh wow. Did the NBA move to a two-night draft format? No. 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 Nobody would give a shit about the second round. They used to have, I don't know how many rounds back in the day. Ten? Yeah, Jay Billis wanted to make sure every day, every draft day, to let people know that he was drafted in, like, the tenth round. It is weird there's only two, but also it's not because – but there's so – I don't know. There's so many guys that play basketball. I know the team now – that, Now that you get so many players from overseas, you really don't need that many rounds. Well, it's just whack, though, like you were talking about. Like, Trace Jackson Davis was someone that was competing to be the best college basketball player. Gets drafted 57th. Adama Sanogo was, like, dominating the NCAA tournament. Doesn't get drafted. Yeah. just It's, it's so different from college to the pros – that more people are going over to Europe to draft players because they're playing more of a pro style. How and, different do you think this draft would have been uh, with Bud? Is this is this an Adrian, uh, Adrian Griffin minded draft? Or do you think it's a different that way or no? That's that's your show for the next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're to know how Chris Livingston fits into Adrian Griffin's. No, I'll, I'll let Win in six handle that, Jordan. <laughs> Thank you, Bart. Are you going to call up like the position coaches at Kentucky, try to get an interview and talk about? Uh... I'll call Kyle Perry. I'll call. Uh, I don't even know another. Like, don't don't you worry. Cool. When Sean Maker got drafted, we did have on his Canadian coach the next day. Oh. Oh wow. And I said, "He eighteen." <laughs> It was a birdie question at the time. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was always bullshit. But then he sucked, and I'm like, eh, maybe. <laughs> but never forget that one half of a game in the playoffs against the Celtics. Oh. Hey, the Raptors series. You got some moments. I filled yeah. in for Chuck that day. I did the show with Wicket, and it was like a four-hour party. We thought we drafted Giannis again. <laughs> well, Giannis was vouching for him. Remember that? Kevin Garnett was vouching for Garnett him. Garnett was vouching for him. He was, yeah, Kevin Garnett could probably take back the things that you said about MVP. Yeah. yeah, what the fuck was, why would you say that? That is just wild. They had him starting over Greg Monroe to start the next season, which, I mean, I know Greg Monroe's you know, out of the league by now, but I think he turned out to be a better player than Thon was at that time. Gentlemen, I am going to uh, bid you adieu. I thank you all for being here. Um, Michael Winger is the goat. 
I am so tired. Rich Paul is the goat. Rich Paul is the goat. Toby, I went to Carl's place, a casino, a soccer match, and my show. What about Quick Trip? I went to two Quick Trips today. Oh, and I pumped out Quick Trip content. What a day. Unbelievable. I love Quick Trip. And I made about about $80 in the process. There it is. I made like no money. Did you get a Pate's Frantic bobblehead the other night? I did not. You did not? No. I did go Saturday. If anyone's selling one. Oh, everyone's selling one. <laughs> but be careful and make sure it's not used. Oh, oh. Goodness. What, do, what do you mean by that? Elaborate. Like someone feed off on it. <laughs> good night, everybody. Oh, good way to end. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>